Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here is my terrifying conclusion about K-12. There are no good ideas left in the system. If parents want to find good ideas, they should look anywhere else but the schools and the professors of education responsible for what you find there. All the pretenders in charge of our schools would have been thrown out long ago if common sense prevailed. Here's the problem. The media stands silently aside for decades, not reporting or explaining the problems. Meanwhile, parents themselves don't know enough to put up resistance. So here's the heavy decision that every American should make. Answer this question. Could the schools, with all of their counterintuitive and dysfunctional features, be an unhappy accident? If you think that, you need to have a Zoom conference with Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. They are very gentle and won't shatter your illusion suddenly. They'll try to let you down gently. Don't you see they will explain that there are dozens of things that could not possibly exist if the people in charge were sincerely benevolent? Unhappy accident is just not a feasible explanation. What we're dealing with here is a carefully planned campaign, top to bottom, side to side, going back many decades. All they need to make it work is your silence and passivity. Now, I've done many articles on these issues and invariably end up listing three good reasons for this ABC or six factors to think about. One, two, three, four, or four clues that went wrong, alpha, beta, gamma, delta, whatever. Any of these things, and there are so many of them, is conclusive. As I said in last week's podcast, some things speak for themselves. Now here's another kind of proof from another direction. After World War II, the country settled down, looked at the schools, and realized there was a nightmare unfolding. Now here's in the 1950s, almost 70 years ago, there were at least eight titles where serious academics and scholars and writers tried to explain to the American public that the schools are drowning. Savor these titles. So little for the mind. Educational wasteland. Retreat from learning. Quackery in the public schools. Brainwashing in the high schools. And most famously of all, why Johnny can't read. So you see that 60, 70 years ago, the schools were already a sick zone. Not a dead zone, but very sick. Now recent surveys have showed that the New York Times is respected by almost no one. A few years ago, they admitted that they thought Trump was so terrible that lying was justified. But here is the real news. They believed this 40, 50, 60 years ago. They wanted to get rid of the schools, and they've been a propaganda organ all this time. And when I say get rid of, I mean the standards, the traditional approaches. They wanted a dumber society, so they pretend to report the news, even as the schools make it impossible for most children to learn to read. I have a sense that the current era is destroying what centuries of civilization created, which was a respect for knowledge, facts, science, details, and truth. Scholars had an 
involve precise ways of doing research and presenting conclusion. You have footnotes, citations, quotations, analysis of existing documents and publications. Now, how do they do all that now? They just lie. And the schools are learning it from, the students are learning it from the newspapers. The Times said that Trump is so bad they had no choice but to lie. Apparently the kids feel that way all the way through school because so many are cheating. It really is an unreal world because people will have grades and accomplishments that in many cases are imaginary. Okay, now this podcast is meant to jolt people into thinking this stuff out for themselves. I'd like everybody to think, okay, 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 I have to deal with this, okay, I just need a beer or something strong, and I'll reflect on the weird ignorance of most children in high school. I'll reflect on the 50 million people who never learned to read. I'll reflect on the general chaos in our public schools as opposed to happy, efficient schools. I'd say that little that happens in our public schools is acceptable. And I also urge everyone, please, stop being a pushover. At least make these people work for their gains. Now, the, the article I listed at the beginning of this was uh, the war against children. That sums it all up from a different direction. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of subeducated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. 
and I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.